Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Essentialist Podcast, where we talk about all things life, organization, mindset, and everything in between. And I do owe you all a little bit of an apology for missing last week. It is just a crazy busy time at the moment and a lot of big changes and things going on. So I'm not always able to consistently jump on here, but when I do, I want it to be because I'm thinking about something a lot and I've got a ton of value to add to you. And that is kind of what I'm getting at today. I have been feeling and thinking a certain kind of thing, and I feel like it's a really good time of year to chat about this particular subject. So I'm very excited to get into it, but I thought we could have a quick little catch up first because I have had a day. I Literally, we I went to my office this morning and there are just roadworks and things absolutely everywhere, but I really needed to drive instead of catching the train because I had a couple of errands to run at lunch and I really, really needed my car. So that was just a whole thing, trying to even get into the street near where I work. And then I also chipped my tooth, which has just been a bit of a drama. So I ended up going to a little bit of an emergency dental session at lunch, but all is well now. And I actually just kind of went for a lap around the tan, which is our botanic gardens here in Melbourne with one of my close friends tonight. And we were sort of just talking about a whole bunch of things because we haven't seen each other for probably a month or two. And it just brought me to kind of pondering about the idea of giving ourselves permission to change because this person is one of my nearest and dearest friends and whenever we catch up we always kind of talk about the big stuff which is a friendship I really appreciate because I find that a lot of friendships can kind of just teeter on the surface level and you can be friends with people for years and feel like you never really truly know them and this is definitely not one of those people to me we just have the most hilarious raw and honest conversation and I definitely encourage you to try and get deeper with some of your friends if you feel like you are on that kind of peripheral level because it really is so important to me to kind of have these connections as soundboards in my life as people who I can really sort of bounce things off and something that I was talking about like I said was just that idea of changing your mind and how your picture for your future life can start to look different when things kind of develop as they roll on throughout the years so I am kind of in in a little bit of a period of change where I've started to build up my own business in terms of like content creation, social media and other design and styling kind of things that I do. And I've really been kind of getting my head around the idea of one day potentially transitioning to working for myself. And it's just something that I have really battled with because I definitely have a ton of limiting beliefs around my earning capacity, around risk taking and I guess just in general around feelings of safety. I don't know why that's always been such an issue that's come up for me, but I just find that being in a different state away from my family and having grown up a very, very independent person, it's just always been my personality type to kind of look out for myself and take care of myself. And although I consider myself an extremely thoughtful and giving person for the other people around me, I just can't help but think that I don't really need that sort of help in return. And I've just definitely been someone who's always extremely self-sufficient and I really find it difficult to reach out and ask for help or accept help in any of its forms. And 
Therefore, when I kind of start to think about the idea of working for myself, it really stresses me out because although I am used to, like I said, kind of self-supporting, I've always had that additional support of a stable job. And I just feel like working for somebody else and being in that employee mindset is something that I have grown up with the influence of because it is what both of my parents have done. And my dad is now retired, but my mom is still a very hard worker and she absolutely loves her job and is extremely good at it. But I don't know why I'm saying extremely so much today. I'm going to try and stop saying that. Sorry. (laughs) I think I'm just in one of those moods where I'm a little bit tired. I went very, very hard at the gym this morning, but basically I've just grown up around people who kind of went down that straight avenue, which is, you know, educate yourself at school and then get a good job and go to university and study and all of these things in between. And that's kind of the model that I followed because that is what everyone around me was doing. So I kind of arrived at this crossroads a couple of years ago where I just realized that I consider myself very lucky to absolutely love the industry that I'm in. I definitely, definitely know that I have selected the right job for myself and I take a lot of gratitude in that because I know that not everyone can say the same thing. And sometimes we end up studying these things for years and years, and then you get to the other side and you might've invested three to five years in a university degree. And you realize the first day in your real job that you absolutely hate it. And that thankfully for me is not something that I've ever felt. I feel quite lucky and that I just really always had a clear direction about wanting to get into the design world and architecture architecture and all of the things that I've ended up doing. But being that I am a creative person, and if you um, consider yourself a creative soul as well, then you'll totally understand. I really do feel pulled in so many different directions sometimes. And that is just because when you have a mind that is a very imaginative kind of mind, then you're always sort of generating ideas. And when you're generating ideas, you are opening up new possibilities. You are seeing new ways of doing things. And as a result, you can kind of just really always be constantly wanting to change or reassess the things that you're doing. So for me, that might mean simple as doing a room makeover in my house where I come in and reshuffle all of my furniture and create a totally different feeling in the space that's just going to really invigorate me and be a new chapter for whatever it is that I'm doing. And some of the other ways are just cultivating general changes in my life, whether that be reassessing the type of people that I'm investing time and energy into, or it might even just be actual business ideas that pop into my brain because I've definitely had plenty over the years and some have landed and some haven't. But I think that's the whole beauty in the trial and error process of finding what it is that you actually like, because I definitely just kind of throw myself wholeheartedly into those things. I've owned business businesses that didn't work out. I have tried hobbies that didn't work out. And I've also done businesses and hobbies that really have. And I only really got to that point because I actually allowed myself the freedom to decide that I'd changed my mind about something or I wanted to try something and I was just going to give it a go and see where it landed me. So that is just one of the beautiful and frustrating things about being creative. I think it is just constantly being in a state of flux and not really knowing where to direct that energy sometimes times when the rest of the world seems to be quite routine and ritual based and very regimented. And there are really a lot of fixed and set kind of things in our life that are 
I guess just a part of being in society on a whole. Like there are just things that require a level of organization to be a functioning adult in today's kind of society. And I think that, you know, there's certain commitments that we have in our life. Um, I'm speaking purely from a single person's point of view. I don't have any dependents to look after aside from, you know, my boyfriend and just my family and things. But I will have to speak only from that sort of selfish perspective. But some of those things might be as simple as a gym routine because you care about your health and fitness. So therefore there might be classes and classes are a specific time. So you need to then decide which time it is that you're going to turn up. And that might be 6, 7, 8 a.m., whatever it is. It might be a p.m. thing, but that is now one of the first parts of you having to organize your day because you don't really just get the freedom to say, I want to turn up at 6.30 in the morning. I mean, you could if you just went to a normal like 24-hour gym, but I'm just kind of thinking of examples of things like, for example, a train. It runs to a specific set timetable and it is definitely not waiting for you because trust me, I've sprinted down many a train platform shamelessly and tried to get it and seen the doors smack shut in my face to know that things just run on time and they run to a schedule and the world is definitely not going to stop moving for any of us anytime soon. So there are so many little bits and pieces like that. There are bills that we have to pay. There is rent that we have to pay, mortgages, all sorts of things. And there is even particular ways in like, I don't know how you buy your groceries, like the supermarket is very organized and it's done like that for a reason because these systems are put in place so that there is some order and less chaos and just uncertainty around the things that we do. Because if there was just constant chaos and uncertainty, I think people's cortisol levels would literally be through the roof and we would just not be very functional as individuals and also as a society because we would just lose our minds from like overstimulation and just not being able to get anything done ever. So that is a very simple analogy, I guess, thinking of like the supermarket organization. But I suppose that when we are taught to learn in such a linear fashion, particularly from like generalized schooling and things as well, then that can kind of start to shape our way of thinking about the way that our lives should turn out and the kind of trajectory that we could go on. And I don't know. It's just never really quite sat right with me because I can personally say from experience, I think I've worked for like, I don't even know, maybe like 12 years now, I guess, probably about 12 years full time. And I can genuinely say from the bottom of my heart, I do not like working five days a week. And I don't think I ever will. I literally remember when I first got a job and I just moved to Melbourne and I had to sit there from 8.30 a.m. till 5.30 p.m. five days a week. And I was absolutely distraught. I couldn't think of anything worse. And when that 3 p.m. slump would hit me, I used to go and hide in the bathroom for like 15 minutes and I'd have to wet my face because I was so tired and I just couldn't really get it through my mind the how people could think that that was the most productive way for us to work, that we just kind of all agree to jam ourselves into an office or a workplace or a retail store or whatever between some very specific hours and just hope for the best, that our best creative endeavors are going to occur during this random time that has been selected for us. And I honestly just have to say that Sometimes it does work and I definitely think that you can absolutely get into the groove of things by creating that routine and I personally do love routine and thrive in routine in some circumstances but If I'm having a creative block, it is definitely not solved by forcing myself to sit down for hours on end and try and make the ideas come out of my mind because 
Actually, what usually ends up happening after one of those periods is I will have a really crap night of sleep and I'll often wake up in the middle of the night with an idea or something about a particular problem that I was trying to solve at work or something that I feel like needs resolving in my personal life. And that is why I sleep with a notebook by my bed to this day, because I always end up having to get up and sort of write the idea down just to get it out of my mind. So I feel like I can just peacefully go back to sleep again and Yeah, I guess that in an extremely long-winded way is what I'm trying to get at when I say you have ultimate permission to change your mind. And it's kind of like when you go for a job interview and there is that scenario where they ask that question, and I seriously hate this question. It's like, what's your five-year, 10-year plan? Like, where do you see yourself being? Like, usually they will say with this company, but let's use it in the context of our personal lives. Someone might say like, what's your five-year goal and your 10-year goal? And what is it that you kind of want to do with that? And I've got to tell you, I point blank refuse to answer this question. And I'm not sure if I've ever got people offside in an interview because from the experiences I've had, I've generally been offered every job I've gone for, but I've got to tell you, my answer is not typical. And it is quite literally that I do not plan that far in advance. And although I am a very planned and organized person, you can definitely ask my boyfriend that he says that I am extremely overplanned, and he is the spontaneous one. So we were a little bit yin and yang in that respect, but I just find that planning so, so far in advance is almost cementing yourself into these plans that you don't even know if you're going to want to do by then. And I think that a lot of us allow our minds to just kind of wander to that. I don't know the idea of like, okay, well, I said I was going to you know, buy a house. So I've got to do that because that's what everyone else seems to be doing. And if you arrive at that point in time where you do or don't have the money to do it, and then you still feel this pressure to do that particular thing, because it was part of your plan, it's just not what's right for you. And I don't really think we need to get around doing things that just aren't working for us purely because we've kind of verbalized that we were interested in doing that at some point in time. I think people definitely have the permission to change their minds. And it's something that I feel is really close-minded around people and I don't kind of really like to associate with people that try and shame someone for wanting to change anything. Like, I don't know, let's say that you really used to like pop music and now you're into metal and all of your friends want to pay you out for that because they just cannot appreciate that your tastes have changed, you've developed as a person, and now you either like both or you've just completely changed your style altogether. And that is just something I've always struggled to like accept, I suppose, because I definitely think I've made some major shifts and change in my lifetime. And I have lost friends over that because they're just people that have either naturally drifted away out of my life because we no longer have similar interests or they're people that I just felt really judged me and were a little bit either jealous or like highly wanting to critique the thing that I was doing and just didn't have any understanding or appreciation for the fact that I was really just trying to make a big change or a shift in my life that was going to be a positive thing for me. And I think that is such a timely reminder that you may not always be around the best people who have the best intentions for you, because if you've got people in your life that are kind of trying to drag you back to that old version of yourself and sort of lock you back into the the person that you once were and that you kind of 
I guess almost like entered into an agreement with them. Like I'm Emma and I like to party. And it's like, well, no, because that's what I was doing in my twenties. And I have actually changed massively since then. And it's not that I don't enjoy fun and adventure or a night out or anything, but my priorities have just shifted. And I'm no longer really interested in that unless it's going to be, I don't know, an evening where I actually wanted to blow off steam. I have just other things that I want to do now. And I really find it very frustrating when people try and kind of push you back into that particular box of who you used to be, because it kind of just is like limiting to your productivity in moving forwards in the direction of the, the goals that you're kind of really moving towards. And I just really want to encourage you if you find yourself in those kind of conversations with people who are kind of reflecting on the past version of you and saying like, oh, remember when we did this or you used to be so fun when you wanted this or what about our plans to do this? And I think it's just really important to politely remind people that you are kind of growing and changing and you are allowed to change your mind and you don't like that thing anymore and you would really appreciate it if they could kind of just move and grow with you because if they're not going to move and grow with you then they're really not going to be your type of person in the long run and it's just something that I think is imperative to our own personal growth as well is to be like have a lot of conviction, I suppose, in like trying to explain what it is that you like and what your purpose is and what your why is and your likes and dislikes and things, because we quite literally get one shot at life. And I think it is far too short of a time frame that we are here to be people pleasing and trying to fit into people's idea of what it is that we want to do. And the reason that I have felt the strong pull to kind of chat about this tonight is because, like I said, the kind of pull to do some stuff with my business is really just been taking off the last few weeks and being in that energy that is this kind of final month and a half of the year, it's really just leading me to start to reevaluate what position I want to be in for the start of 2023. And to me, that position is working four days a week. So I am going to open myself up to trying to have that discussion with my employer and seeing what that will kind of look like for both of us and how we can work out that arrangement, because that is something that I really think would benefit both me and my work because I definitely know that I can get my workload done within the four days that I would have previously been there for five. And I also know that I just need some time and space to actually work on some of my ideas and see if I can get them to take off because I definitely am an advocate for a little bit more of a slow lifestyle and really anti-hustle culture. And at the moment, I am definitely not living out that because I've been working every spare moment. I am recording podcast episodes. I am doing content on the weekend. And it just really occurred to me after this weekend that I'm taking away some of the quality time for me hanging out with my friends or my partner. And I'm also just loading up my plate way too much, which is really, really not good. And it can kind of just lead to having some really average nights of sleep. And that is something I've really noticed the last two weeks. And I definitely don't think it is sustainable in the long run. So I am personally giving myself permission to change and to look into this future version of who it is that I want to be. And I'm really 
looking forward to taking the people around me on that journey, like my friend that I caught up with tonight, because, you know, when I kind of have discussions with people like that, it makes me really happy because I just walked away feeling so uplifted, having someone who really believes in me and really trusts that I am doing something that is really, really great for myself and my personal development. And my partner is also someone who has always really encouraged me with that as well. And I just think it's so nice to have a few people in your corner that can really back you and just give you that extra little push that you need to be doing certain things. And it doesn't necessarily need to be a goal similar to mine, which is, you know, a little bit more of a freedom lifestyle model, but it can definitely just be something that you've been wanting to do for a really long time. And whether you feel an element of shame around it, because maybe it's not considered cool or whatever by whoever's around you, or you just think it's too left of field or too different, I definitely think you are always going to have someone around you that you can trust, that you can kind of divulge that information to. And truly, if you don't, you are so welcome to DM me and we can chat about those kinds of things because I always love hearing about people's big picture ideas. And I just think if you are not having people that you can actively kind of speak to about it, then definitely at least journal on that and make it something that is more and more of a priority for you because feeling so settled in the direction that you're going in and being a little bit more present-minded about that goal setting is really what I feel allows us to think and see the possibilities and understand that we are all allowed to change. You can change your mind. You can be a different version of yourself than the person that you thought you were going to be yesterday. And you are never ever locked into any plans. Like maybe if your friend is relying on you to turn up to somewhere and it's 10 minutes until you're meant to be there, then sure, you were kind of considered to be locked into those plans because you need to be reliable and you really need to be the quality of person, I guess, that is not letting other people around you down. But also remember to, to not let yourself down because that is actually what that would be. If you're willing to step back into an old version of yourself and not kind of move forwards and explore some of those changes you're wanting to make, then the only person that you're letting down is yourself because you have unlimited potential and so many different choices you can be making. And all you have to do is go out there and make them. So I hope you guys have enjoyed my random little episode tonight. I just really felt like I wanted to speak about this because I'm just in this really excited little bubble of energy and seeing the kind of possibilities and changes that could really be coming into fruition in my own life soon. And I really hope in some of your lives as well. So thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Essentialist Podcast and I will be back in your ears next week.